Hi, this is Donna Otto, and we are Modern Homemakers. And this is our Christmas prayer for you. Almighty God and Father of life, a child is born for us and the Son is given to us. Your eternal word leaped down from heaven in the silent watches of the night, and now your church is filled with wonder at the nearness of her God. Open our hearts today to receive his life. Increase our vision with the rising of the dawn, that our lives may be filled with your glory and peace, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. And I'm dropping in four times the month of December to remind you about Advent. I know that for some of you, Advent is still a new idea we're wrapping our arms around. So let me remind you that it is nothing more than a time set aside beginning four Sundays before Christmas. And this year, it happens very, 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 very fast. So the first Sunday was December 1st. The second is the 8th. The third is the 15th, and the fourth is the 22nd, and then three days later is Christmas, two days Christmas Eve. So we don't start in November, we're starting in December, and we have a short period of time from 1 through 25, and I hope you'll take a few minutes each week to look at the four designated candles um, for an Advent wreath which I hope you're using. And if you don't have a wreath, I hope you're using four candles. And if they're not purple and pink, I hope you're just using four candles. So last Sunday, or actually we're doing this so that you get the information on the Friday before the Sunday. Okay? So this Friday we are talking about the second week, which is the Bethlehem candle. And we're lighting... Your next purple candle, if you're using candles, and you're reading from Luke, um, Luke, the best passage to read is Luke in chapter 2, and I'm going to read a little of that to you. So, what was your conversation last week about when you were talking about the prophecy candle, and what does that candle mean to you? What do the prophecies found all through the Old Covenant coming to play most of them found in Isaiah coming to play now in the New Covenant. So you're going to light your prophecy candle from last week because it's been burning, and now you're lighting it again, and you're going to light the second candle, which is the Bethlehem candle. This is a great way to talk to the children or your family or to one another or to listen for yourself about the circumstances of your own birth or your own children's birth. What surrounded their birth? What were the surprises of their birth? What were the fun activities that happened when they were born? And then discuss in this conversation with the Lord, with others, the manger, the stable, the cave, the no room in the end, which has been really uh, played up to be much larger. Many scholars think that that could not have been possible. This is the city of David. And they've all been come together in family and lineage, and aunts and uncles and cousins were thick, as my uncle used to say, thick as thieves. They were everywhere. And the chance that Joseph didn't have a place to stay is pretty slim. 
but the chance that he stayed in a less than four-star hotel is most profitable. And the, in the days of that, that period of living, they were stables of sorts, and they were stables of sorts because their most pride possession were their animals. And so they brought their animals into the space where they lived, and there was a separation. Now, usually the building had a separation of a little trough area where there was hay and water, and the animals would be brought in over there, and then the family would be on the other side of the room. And no doubt the donkey had been brought in, but no doubt there was a donkey or two already there with the family, and that there were many people there. Maybe it's time to get out the old globe or the map and look where Bethlehem is. Talk to them about riding the donkey. I have said for many years, I just can't imagine being nine months pregnant on a bumpy road, on a bumpy donkey. The only word that ever comes to my mind is, ouch. So what did that look like? What did a donkey look like? What did a knapsack look like versus a suitcase? And how did they wrap their things together? How did they, what kind of food did they bring that, have to, that would have to sustain them? There were no 7-Elevens or McDonald's and everything they had to carry with them. How did they do that? What was the possibilities? The shepherds. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there were with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace among those whom he favors. The shepherds came. So they went with haste. The shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the child. And when they saw this, they made known what had been told them about the child. And all who heard them were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that he, they had heard and seen as it had been told to him. Unbelievable circumstances. Having been in the Holy Land, having seen shepherds on the hills, knowing that the hills are little mounds, they're not really hills and they're not big mountains, and the passages of scripture that talk about the stones that they were, if you don't worship me, the stones will rise up. And there are some statistics that say for every person who ever visited the Holy Land. So that would be for my husband and myself, uh, two times for me and one time for David. If they all took home one stone every time they came, that'd be three stones we brought home, there would still be more stones than you could imagine. The stones, the gravel, the granite, the barrenness, 
and the places they led the sheep. And here they were in the outside and this climate, very much like those of us who live in Arizona. And the angels came and they said these words and they followed the star and they found the baby. Amazing story. The Bethlehem candle. Talk to your children about it. Talk to your spouse about it. Think about it through this week. Light your Bethlehem candle and speak about the great event that happened in Bethlehem and the shepherds who came to see them. Remember, the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day looking at the town of Bethlehem where the shepherds went.